You're listening to Coco's Tea with I Am The Real Coco. Trying to just doing all the noise and shit, you know. Hey! Coco be cool! 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 Boss got you tweaking, bending over backwards. Hey, you in school trying to get by. Hey, life make you wanna say fuck the class. Trust me, I feel you stressing, baby. Ain't nothing real. Don't lose the madness, just relax while Coco get it cracking. From ATL out to California, don't trip, go take a moment. Just listen to Coco, she keeps the speaker blasting. Coco be going live. Back with another episode of Coco's Tea, episode 99, y'all. What is good? Yo, we made it to 99 episodes. I'm so excited. Look, the last time I checked in with you all, the last time I talked to you all, the Rona was getting out of control, okay? The Rona has certainly messed up a lot of my 2020 plans, specifically with Coco's Tea. I was thinking we'd be well over 100 episodes by now. Uh, I was planning on doing a live show. Everything's on pause. I have no idea when I'm going to do those things, but I wanted to make sure that I checked in with you. And I was trying to decide, okay, it's been a while. It's been a couple months since I last did an episode, and I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to talk about. I didn't know if I wanted to do a recap of all the mess, all the pop culture drama that's happened in the last couple of months. We want to talk about Insecure, The Last Dance. I mean, there's been so much great content that has come out since coronavirus has started or since the pandemic has started. So something that I really wanted to talk about, because I want to make sure that I'm always um, using my platform correctly. I wanted to talk about something that had the internet and all the news outlets in a frenzy starting on Friday. And it's still being talked about through this weekend. It's the Joe Biden interview with Charlemagne the God. Okay. So I had a lot of different thoughts. Um, if you maybe tuned in to the Coco's Tea Instagram page, I talked about it briefly on the Instagram live there. Um, and you guys can still go check that out at Coco's underscore T-A, Coco's Tea. Um, But I wanted to discuss it because I think it's a very layered conversation about blackness, what is black, and how we're not monolithic, right? So I felt like it was important to discuss this because um, I understand that my audience are black millennials, it's literally in the Coco's Tea bio that you all are black millennials, more than likely if you're listening to this show. And I feel like most black millennials, most, um, are not necessarily the biggest fans of Joe Biden. Certainly not of Trump, obviously. But I think a lot of us were split between Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. 
And a lot of the people that turned out to vote in the primaries were older black people, the people who were not black millennials, people, older people who typically understand and know the value of voting. And they voted for Biden, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, because of his extension and affiliation with President Obama, okay? So... I was when I when when Charlamagne announced that he was going to be doing this interview with Joe Biden on Thursday, um, he announced it was going to be coming out on Friday. I was really excited because I knew first of all I hadn't known of Joe Biden doing any kind of press with black media. That's number one. Number two, I was very interested to see what it was that he was going to say. Um, I really enjoyed Hillary Clinton. The time I think she went on the Breakfast Club do, two different times during the 2016 election, and so um, and and I and I felt like uh, Charlemagne, who has kind of become the political voice on the Breakfast Club, I think that he does a good job at really pushing the narrative, pushing um, things that Black people want, and really under and really. Um, not being afraid to tell white people to their faces that we need a black agenda. We need, we're demanding something and you need to give it to us because we have got, we, the black people, we have gotten you into this position. So um, I'm just going to go right into it. The interview is 18 minutes long. The majority of it is Joe Biden talking. Um, the part that had people upset was this. He said in the interview that if you vote for Trump, you ain't black. Okay. Now, black Twitter, black everybody (laughs) um, has something to say about this moment because it caused so much controversy. And that's why I said, um, that's why I made the point earlier that black people are not monolithic, which is what we already know, right? So, There were a lot of black people, I think particularly men, particularly black men who do not, um, who are a little bit more in the middle and maybe slightly conservative when it comes to their politics. They didn't think that a white man should be telling black people that they're not black if they vote for somebody. Um, and the other thing is, I mean, this is clearly a joke, right? Like Joe Biden didn't really, I mean, did he mean it probably to a certain extent, but it was clearly a joke that did not land. And, um, there were also a lot of other black people that I saw who said, Hey, the man's telling the truth. Like, can you get mad at him for being honest? Um, and here's my issue on it. Right. Cause I feel like I'm kind of in the middle. I didn't necessarily have a problem with the comment that, you know, you ain't black if you vote for Trump. I was more so frustrated about his tone and delivery throughout the entire interview, not just in those last 10 seconds of the interview. Um, I felt like I feel like Joe Biden has this arrogance that he carries, which is I'm clearly more competent and more qualified to be president over Trump. I'm clearly not as blatantly racist as Donald Trump. So what else are you going to do? I feel like that's the attitude he carries. And I think that that translates in how he speaks on black issues. I think that's how, honestly, I think that's how um, 
it, it translates to everything that he does during this campaign. Um, but I think even more so in having a conversation with Charlemagne that he feels that black people don't have a reason to question him because he was once vice president of the first black American president. The other thing is that I don't think a lot of people, I saw a lot of people talk about was the fact that Joe Biden came into the interview ready to fight. I mean, he, he opened up the interview. Well, Charlemagne opened up the interview saying, um, I've said a lot of things about you. I've been talking about you. Um, and I have some questions. And Joe said, I know you've been talking about me. You don't know me. And so I think Joe was ready to be. I'm ready to clear the air on a lot of different things, but I think he did it very defensively. Um, and I also think that he gave Charlemagne some pushback specifically on the 94 crime bill. And there was just a certain tone there that I didn't necessarily like and how he was communicating to Charlemagne because um, he completely took over the interview, which is fine. I feel like as an interviewer, you should definitely let your your guests get off whatever it is that they want to say. Um, but it didn't really allow for there to be a, tr a, a true, a real raw conversation between the two of them. Um, Charlemagne only had a chance to answer a couple of questions. And I think instead of directly answering some of those questions, Joe Biden decided to um, go back to his track record, a lot of which he was able to claim because he was VP with President Obama. Like he mentioned specifically the um, incarceration rate and, and, and freeing a lot of black people, uh, black men who were incarcerated for carrying marijuana. And so here we're, here's something else that was a little confusing to me. Joe Biden mentioned that he had a black agenda and um, Charlemagne asked, you know, the lift every voice plan. And Joe Biden said, no, that's not the name of the black agenda I have for you. But right now I'm on, I'm on Joe Biden.com where it says lift every voice, the Biden plan for black America. So he claimed that this wasn't his agenda for black people. That's what that looks like. According to his website, then every time that he wanted to defend something or make a greater point towards something, he would say to Charlemagne, come on, man, look at my record, man. Like it was as if saying man after everything was giving him cool points with black people because he truly does not know how to communicate or talk to black people without putting on whatever he feels like this cool black relatable voices which is problematic so all in all I, I think that um Joe Biden needs a lot more media training when it comes to having conversations with black people, because more than likely those are going to be conversations with black leaders. And that's going to be translated back to the rest of us. Um, and I and I, I think this is my greater point with him doing this interview with Charlamagne the God that has me concerned. Like I said at the beginning of this. The majority of the people who are going, who are voting for Joe Biden are going to be older black people. And when I say older black people, I would say 40, 45 plus. Okay. Then you have a lot of people in my age group, black millennials, where last election, the 2016 election, there were a lot of people who did not want to vote for Donald Trump. And there were a lot of people who did not want to vote for Hillary Clinton. And there were a lot of people Black males in particular, don't get mad at me. The numbers are there. I think only 83% of y'all showed up for Hillary Clinton, okay? 
whereas 93% of black women showed up for Hillary Clinton. There were a lot of people who didn't want to vote for either one of them, and so they didn't vote for president at all. They left the ballot blank. Or they voted for a third party, a libertarian party, uh, the libertarian party or the Green Party. And we have not progressed in this country, to, unfortunately, to where there can be more than two parties that exist equally on a ballot. So it'll be a complete waste if somebody decides to vote against Biden and against Biden and against Trump and vote for somebody who's in the Green Party or vote for somebody who's in the Libertarian Party because you might as well not vote. It's a throwaway. That candidate is not going to make it as the president. We have not progressed in that way yet in this country. And that was the thing that was so frustrating about this situation is that Joe Biden, in my opinion, does not have the support of black millennials. And he needs us to go out there and vote in order for him to win. And the Breakfast Club conversation with Charlemagne is the exact demographic for black millennials. And he fumbled the ball. It was not a great interview. Aside from the comment at the very end, the interview overall was just not that great. It was not conducive. And I'm just very afraid that there are a lot of black millennials who are like, uh, no, fuck that. I'm not about to be voting for you. And we need, and look, I'm not the biggest Joe Biden fan. Okay. I am not. Um, but he's certainly a better option than, that crazy white man in the White House. And so we need to not lose the bigger picture right now. Yes, it's important that as black people, we demand something. And although black people are not monolithic, we do have to be on one accord when it comes to our politics, when it comes to who we're going to vote for so that we can progress in other ways. If we can't all get together to support one person who's going to potentially help us out, then we can't peel back the other layers of things that we need to work on down the road. So that's just some food for thought. I thought it was important that I use my platform to have this conversation. Make sure that you guys are registering yourselves to vote. I know so many people, specifically black millennials, again, who did not vote in the primaries, which, in my opinion, is probably part of the reason why Joe Biden became the nominee anyway. I mean, the establishment is backing him up, but I think if the numbers were so obvious and everybody had went out to vote, that wouldn't have happened. So please make sure that you're registered to vote. Please make sure, and not just for the presidential election, but I know here in Alabama, there's a Senate election that's coming up. You also need to be informed as to your, to your local elections as well, because your local elections are the people who are going, who, who are making decisions right now when it comes to COVID-19. Like, let if, if you've never voted for a local election, let this be a lesson to you now. The people who are making decisions right now in regards to your safety and health are the people that you did or did not vote for in your local elections. So please make sure that you are getting, um, that you're registered to vote. Make sure that you are spreading the word to make sure that other people are, re are registering the vote if they haven't already. Make sure that you guys are reading up on the black agenda that Joe Biden has um, laid out for us because he is right. 
what other options do we have right now? So it's just best that we read up on what it is that he has to say and 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 then make our demands from there because it's not too late to say, hey, you need to implement this into your black agenda or, hey, you need to amend this or take this out instead. You know, so all I'm saying is do your research, do your reads, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Do your reads, okay? <laughs> Thank you guys so much for kicking it with me on episode 99. I don't know what I'm going to do for episode 100 yet, but it has to be massive, okay? It has to be a party. It has to be a celebration. Thank you so much for kicking it with me. Uh, make sure that you follow me on social media at I am the real Coco. Make sure you follow Coco's T at Coco's underscore T-E-A on Twitter and Instagram. If you guys haven't been checking out the Coco's T Instagram, I've been doing a lot of fun and interesting things. So you guys need to go check out the page and see some of the things that I have going on. Oh, make sure that you guys also subscribe to this podcast on Spotify soundcloud stitcher anywhere you listen to podcast share it with your baby with your baby daddy your uncle your cousin down the street your granddaddy your uh your pastor everybody let them know about the coco Steve podcast all right and thank you so much for kicking it with me i appreciate you hey man that was rocking man i like that